Coming to you from New York City. This week and every week, it's the Ben Kissel Show. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Ben Kissel. It's just the boys. Just the boys. No women allowed. We don't want them. We're not gay. <laughs> we don't want to hang out with women. That's pathetic and odd and strange. Who wants to do it? Yeah. Mike, I noticed that y- you, yes. you did something on Facebook. I was looking at it on my app on my iPhone 6, which, by the way, extremely flawed. The app? Or the Social the- Villains? Yes. The new name of your podcast, mm-hmm. it's out there. You yeah. blasted it all over Facebook. That's right. People are laughing at you. They don't <laughs> like the name. No one agrees with your decision. What's wrong with you? Why can't you take any advice ever? Social villains, you're not a social villain. It's it's very funny that you bring it up because I had a text from a, a good friend of mine, also another uh, comedian, my mm-hmm. buddy Julian, uh, Julian G., also an open mic comedian. I shouldn't talk about them like anybody would know who they it are. It doesn't matter. Julian G. Julian G. Sounds like he wears a necklace and he's got a brand new pair of Pumas. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, that's very Julian. <laughs> the he kids sent- are all wearing Pumas, right? <laughs> yeah. What am I, 90 years old? My Don Imus? <laughs> he sent me a text and he's like, uh, why'd you guys change the name? And I was like, oh, we just felt like it fit us better. And he goes, oh, is it going to be the same podcast? Is it just changing the name? And I was like, yeah. He's like, I- but I-, I like the other name better. <laughs> <laughs> no one likes the name Social Villains. I, dude, you know, it's it's funny. A lot of times comedians go out there and they try to work that angle where it's like, I'm a renegade. I'm a badass. You are four words away from crying. You are not funny. If somebody to- tells a comedian that they are not funny, they will break down and weep, cry like a little baby who uh-huh. hasn't gotten the to suckle on the sweet teat that his mother provides him every single day. Yeah. You know, that's the whole thing with comedians. Yeah. The, you know, Dice Man, Dennis Leary, when he was pretending to be a badass. <laughs> it's like, no, you See, skinny twig. All you all you have to do to take down a comedian is be like, hey, well, you're not very funny. Yeah. And then they will immediately revert back to that seven-year-old who was bullied on the playground on a daily basis by individuals who had more money, uh, who were more attractive, right. who had better hairstyles, who had better clothes. And they were forced, comedians were forced to be funny at a young age, like both you and I, uh-huh. in, in order to survive the abuse. That's true that's true but i think that if you actually li- it when gene getman joined it gene it, getman is the host of your other show yes. one classy podcast now that is a name i like but it's it's not one classy mm-hmm. podcast anymore. but you're more classy <laughs> than you are a social villain i am but gene I just because he has red hair don't demonize the guy just because he's got the devil root on the top <laughs> of his head leave him alone yeah I think the thing is that uh, with with the two of us, um, I think we tend to be a little more just conservative generally than uh, not so even. So you dis- feel because you're more of a conservative, you have more of a conservative leaning when it comes to political issues and so, uh, social events. You find yourself to be more villainized by the general public, right? And it's not even that we are necessarily like like you said on the I think on the last episode when you were making fun of me when the whole yeah. team was making fun of us <laughs> right uh, I think that you guys were saying like yeah you're very nice guys and we are very nice guys right. but a lot well, of Well Gene Getman does an Asian accent that is occasionally <laughs> a, a little bit controversial but it's very good It's very good and that's why Henry Zabrowski from last podcast on the left can get away with many things as well because right. he's talented if you pull it off yeah right. yeah dude his his Asian accent's fantastic Hong Kong Henry yeah. Zabrowski it's the best Asian accent that's ever been uttered Yeah it's great but right. I, I think for us, that's the that's the thing that makes us go like, well, we I, we don't think that we're like like villains by any means. But I think right. that when a lot of people hear it, especially other like young comics, they'll hear like what we say, and and I guess there's a little bit of a PC movement going on here and there. A bit of a PC movement? Yeah. Are you kidding me? 
yeah, that's been going on for decades and decades, and it's even getting worse. I shared a story with you earlier yeah, today from love. the UK, the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I'll be out there with Henry Zabrowski and Marcus Parks March 23rd through March 27th. Last podcast on the left is going on a European tour. Yeah, that's awesome that you guys are doing that. It's going to be phenomenal. And our posters are all over the uh, train stations, so it's legit. Yeah. As soon as homeless people are wearing your posters for blankets, <laughs> then you're officially something special you've made it when homeless people have created a bed out of your name yeah which is pretty perfect i got a t-shirt with the last podcast on the left as well my face is on it and uh every now and again i get messages from people being like oh just uh just spilled a bunch of cheese whiz all over your face and i'm like i tasted that thank you it's very good the uk has gone absolutely in uh absolutely insane the u.s is following behind it very very soon i mean i don't know what happened back in the day the u.s used to be a leader when it came to uh you know social things and when it came to current uh you know when it when it came to uh how society should be the u.s was the leader and now we're just out there sniffing the butts of the uk like we're some sort of dumb dog who is smelling another dog because that dog has a little bit of dookie uh still clung to its butt they are insane basically what's happening and you got the story in front of you, so you can yeah. clarify some of these facts. Yeah, yeah. Starting as young at the uh, young as the age of three. Yeah. You know, people on the playground, these kids, they're out there, they're having fun, they're running around, they're playing dodgeball or whatever they play in the UK. Something with a crumpet. Yeah. I think they play like crumpet stick. Yeah. They you definitely know? big long paddle. There's no baseball bats. Yeah. No it's baseball a flat, bats. Flat long stick. Flat long stick because it gets their queen uh, wet when you spank her with yeah. it. Something like that. They're these are animals. Oh, they're all pedophiles. Yeah. I was just reading an article in the Post today about uh, Randy Andy. He's a, he's a uh, prince, and uh, he, he's been having sex with multiple people. There's a huge pedophile ring in the U.K. Started with Jimmy Saville, who is uh, he was the largest television personality pretty much in U.K. history. At a radio show, he would go down to the, meet the kids in the hospital. Turns out, even terminally ill kids, he was having sex with them. Yeah. It was disgusting. The U.K. pedophile ring, for those that don't know about it, there's a podcast that we did, uh, an episode of Last Podcast on the Left that we did all about it. So check that out. It's insane. It goes all the way up to the royal family. I sound like a, a lunatic, but this is real. These underground uh, child sex rings, uh, you know, you got the Franklin cover-up, all that stuff. Check it out. Anyway, what I'm saying is the U.K., starting at the age of three years old, playground taunts are now being documented and put into a child's portfolio. I know. It's from the age of, of 3 on and this is what is going to uh they might not get into a grammar school yeah. or public school, which is ironically b- very bizarre, uh private school in the UK. The UK they call private school public school. It doesn't make any sense. It's backwards. They drive on the wrong side of the road. Everything's what, what's going wrong. on. <laughs> Men are all, you know, wearing dresses. Yeah, and then the women with the Penises, yeah, Yeah. pantsuits. Pantsuits and penises. But it's, uh, you know, so some of these taunts that the kids were uh, giving each other are very funny. Yeah. And as opposed to discouraging these kids from taunting uh, other individuals, I think that they should be encouraged to maybe hone their comedic skills a little bit better. For example, a husky kid, he's on the, uh, he's, he's, he's doing, he's going down the slide. At the playground. He gets called a fat bucket of KFC. This is one of the taunts that they discuss in the article. Fat, it's in the headline. It's in the headline. Kids are calling another kid a fat bucket of KFC. Yeah. And as opposed to being, uh, you know, uh, 
as opposed to be, you know, that that is funny. That's so funny. If I laughed kid, the second I saw it. I guarantee you that those kids, when they called somebody a fat bucket of KFC, their friends laughed. Mm-hmm. And you never know. You, it's a, The kid knows what KFC is. The kid knows what a bucket is. And the kid knows that that kid he's talking to is fat. Yeah, they're he's hyper aware. Hyper aware. Yeah. Fat bucket of KFC. I'm a former huge fatty. I'm still fat. I'm disgusting. I did a shoot yesterday for Fusion TV. And uh, all the footage came back, and I looked at myself, monster. I'm wearing a size 38, 36 pants, and they're tight. And everyone's like, well, you got skinny jeans on? No, I don't. There's there's nothing sadder than looking like you're wearing skinny jeans when you're wearing 38, 36 pants. Yeah. I'm all tubed up in here. I'm like a big bratwurst. So I understand. I have sympathy for the boy. Uh, who was called a fat bucket of KFC. Yeah. But let's be honest, everyone loves a bucket of KFC. They do. I've never once seen somebody look at a fat bucket of KFC and get upset by looking at the KFC. I mean, they might get upset about the chicken, yeah. about how they're treated, and about how they're you know raised mindless, like, human, like, uh, like little chicken cabbages. Uh-huh. But I like that. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about Kentucky Fried Chicken. You know what it is? Because when you put it in your mouth... It makes you feel comfortable. It does. Uh, it makes you feel happy. And that's what like fat people are there for. They're there to make you feel comfortable about your body. Sure. And then they're there to also make you feel happy because they're usually very funny. Fat people are- Fat people can be tremendously funny. Tremendously funny. There's nothing worse than an angry fat person. Right. And I'm going to say, I was 380 pounds, and now I'm 260 pounds. It's a big weight loss. And it's a big weight loss, and I'm still fat. <laughs> but being fat was awesome. Yeah. It's very fun because all you do is eat. It doesn't matter. You can I mean I had to lose weight once I could no longer tie my shoes. Right. I was gonna have to go to get these sass, these sass shoes that elderly women wear. And you gotta do the Velcro. And the, the Velcro. Okay. I was gonna have to go with the Velcro. And I was like, I'm not, I don't have Down syndrome. <laughs> right. I just have to lose weight. <laughs> you know, what am I doing with my life? Yeah. But I thought it was gonna help me with comedy if I had gained some weight. It would give right. me some sympathy. It's like converting to Judaism. Right. Same kind of thing. And then converting back as soon as you realize you're going to have to start not... wearing sass shoes. Yeah, right. Everyone knows once you convert to Judaism, uh, you got to – shoelaces are out. Yeah. It's all Velcro from there. <laughs> Everybody knows it. But sometimes being taunted a little bit is a good thing for kids to have to deal with. Yeah. That prince I was referencing earlier, Prince Andrew from the U.K., he's in trouble because he had sex with a sex slave in 2001 when she was just 17. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what is happening with these kids is, is is completely insane. They're they're shaming the bullies, which is, you know, bullies just need this fat kid just needs to have a retort when he's called a chubby bucket right. of KFC. You know, okay, you little French fry piece of shit, yeah. something like that. I don't know. I'm not a fat kid in the UK. I don't know what their sensibilities are, but I'm sure this chubby bastard can come up with something that's clever, unique, and mean-spirited. Or hit him. Hit or him hit him. You're fat. Yeah. You know, that's the problem. Back in the day, you used to be able to get physical with people. You right. can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So when you were fat, you get pushed to the edge, and then you have your uh, your Ralphie moment yeah. from a Christmas story. 
Um, I think it's a Christmas story, yeah, right? Christmas yeah, Christmas story. story. He, he gets on top of the kid and just starts wailing on him. Just it. starts pummeling yeah. the kid like he's a piece of, uh, you know, like he's, a, like he's a venison in its hunting season. And he's a Wisconsin hunter who wants to tenderize the meat before he hangs it up in his, uh, in his garage to make that great venison jerky. Yeah. He just starts punishing this boy, hitting him in the face. The nose is bleeding all over the place like some sort of, uh, like, uh, Fedor when he was fighting this, uh, Silva character in the, in a strike force. Yes. <laughs> it's unbelievable, but that's yeah. what that kid needs to do. That kid needs to have an opportunity to stand up to his bullies, and he can't be co- – he's a snitch immediately. So one one group of kids for calling somebody – and you can go through some of uh, some of the other names. They're pretty well, amazing. Well, there's one that uh, children in the playground have been calling her son Chinese boy. Chinese boy, but he might uh, be Chinese. Could be Chinese. I mean, uh, if he's <laughs> Polish, then I have a problem with it. Right. It it's really just inaccurate. Yeah, this is a bad joke. Uh <laughs> there is also Egyptian bitch. Yeah, well, that's just kind of mean spirited. But Egyptian bitch also sounds like a kind of a goddess. Yeah. Uh, so one kid called another one a monkey, and then another kid responded by saying uh, that the other kid was fat. That's perfect. That's like that is, that's not that, bad at all. I don't no, think. that is playground interaction when you're a child. Yeah. Hey, you monkey. Hey, you're fat. Yeah. Boom. Now we're friends again. Yeah. Let's go back to exchanging Xbox games. Well, dude, it's almost like uh, if you at least when I was a kid. Uh, I grew up around a lot of cultures. Like I didn't. I grew up in like the city in New that I grew Jersey up in, in Edison. We yeah. we had white people. We had yeah. tanned white people. <laughs> we had short white people. Fat white people. Well, <laughs> we even had a blonde. Edison uh, has it's it's a lot of white Irish and a lot of um, it's actually well. You weren't lying when you Indian. said diverse. Yeah, oh diverse. Goodness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very Indian. There were like th- I think like thirty five Patels in my graduating class. Right. Um, very Indian. There's a lot of Spanish kids and uh, black kids too. So it's right, kind of but like, this sort of diversity is perfect for comedy. Absolutely, because you have and and the way it was when I was a kid was that it's almost like if you didn't push back, like if someone made fun of you and then you didn't make fun of them back, right? Then they just thought you weren't cool. So it was kind of like. This was kind of like the way, at least when I was a kid, we spread love to each other. Like, our friends were a big group of people that we all just made fun of one another. And right, then, that's what you do. Right, and then the people that wouldn't partake, the people that didn't want to be made fun of or, like, like were too sensitive about it, we just did not hang out with them. They and meanwhile, those are the ones who are on the internet right now being trolls. Right, exactly. <clears throat> So you I, have to be able to get that skin at a very young age. And yeah. It's tough. And growing up sucks. You want to kill yourself. You want to jump in front of a bus like that poor trans, uh, uh, that transgendered uh, teenager. Yeah. Uh, that was very sad. That's what you want to do. You want to kill yourself on a regular basis when you're growing up. But then as you get older, you realize that all those experiences were helpful so that you don't kill yourself um, uh, when when somebody leaves a message accurately describing how fat your legs look in a Twitter right. picture, yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying that just happened to me yesterday, but it did. <laughs> well, but that's the thing, dude. I think. A but lot now of these it, kids also, yeah. though these these the, these kids who are getting made fun of, now they're going to be considered snitches, right? Right. Yeah. Because they're going the, the, the principals involved anytime. It's like prison. Yeah. You don't want to see a corrections officer, and you never want to see an adult. Yeah. If you're a kid and you see an adult, nothing has gone right. Right. Yeah, it's absolutely. never good yeah. to see an adult unless, of course, you're in the sex uh, trade business. And uh, Yeah. Well, Dude. I mean, then again, actually, the adults are the ones who are doing the whole sex trade thing <laughs> there in the U.K., so maybe that's not a good example. But usually, as a child... You just want to be around other kids yeah. because adults come in and they're like, well, that's inappropriate. Yeah. Shut up. And, dude, you knew if you got called down to the principal's office that oh, you weren't, a- like, getting an award. Yeah, you're, you're never you're given a large Snickers bar. Yeah. 
Good it's, it's terrible. I had, can I read a quote, though, from the article that I found uh, yeah, very interesting? Because uh, <laughs> we said these kids were all like three, four, five. Yeah, they, I mean, these are babies. Yeah, they really are, basically. They're, they've just learned how to speak, and the essentially. Fir- yeah, exactly. The first thing you do when you're a kid, you learn how to walk, and then you immediately try to run away. And then as soon as you learn how to speak, yeah. immediately you're like, how can I be mean with yeah, this new how can skill? I, I want to be inflammatory with the right. things that I say. please. So uh, <laughs> Adrian Hart, who analyzed the data for the uh, Manifesto Club said it was highly likely that thousands of incidents are being logged by schools across the country, regardless of whether their LEAs, I don't know what that is, are requiring them to submit data or not. I would imagine that, yes, there are thousands of incidents between three to six-year-olds of, of, hey, fatso. Hey, monkey. Hey, fatty. There's tons of those. (laughs) Yeah. That, uh, why is that surprising? Like, why why is that a part of the article? Where they're just like, well, it's amazing. Adults need, what kind of adult is going around a playground and and marking on a checklist the words that kids are saying? Get a life. Yeah. Go get laid. Yeah. What are you doing? You're a pervert. You're a goddamn. You're, you are uh, the. You're worse than a pedophile in a certain way because yeah. you're out there monitoring their behavior. They don't even know they're being watched. Right. But that's the thing we talked about it the, uh, on an episode previous. Elf on a shelf. All these things are happening to kids now that we never had to deal with. We sort of avoided all the, um, you know, the social media, all the cameras everywhere. Right. These the hyper monitoring of children. We got to be kids. Right. You know. Yeah. And, and we got to be like we got a little privacy. It's, it's all gone for these kids. Yeah, because that's the thing. Like social media, I think has made it so much worse. Because at least when oh, we and, were, oh, I, and I agree. And you know what? The thing is, I firmly disagree when I see parents putting up. There was a friend of mine, and yeah. not really a friend. He was just a comedian. He's a comedian acquaintance. <laughs> right. You, and you he posted, see him around. He's a picture, he posted a picture of a kid taking a piss on the playground, and he was just like, look at this fucking dumb kid. You used to just be... The kid yeah. just had to take a piss. Yeah. He's, he was like seven years old, and obviously he didn't show anything graphic. But I was like, why are you posting a picture of this poor goddamn kid? Yeah. I feel the same way when people post things from, you know, randomly, look at this oddball dressed like a douchebag on the subway. Right. I don't care. Put your phone down. I hate all these private pictures that people yeah. are taking. If you take a picture of somebody's stupid ass, uh, you know, fur jacket that happens to, ma- to be made out of cats... You got to let the person know I'm taking a picture. Yeah. I'm going to tag you in it. I'm going to make fun of you in it. Right, There's right. so much passive aggressive bullshit with people taking random pictures and uh, and these kids, they have no they have no way out of it. Right. Yeah, cuz when you like I was saying when we were when we were kids cuz I think I was a I was a kid when the internet came out. Like the internet right. was brand new when I was I got in I got email school. in 2000. Right. That's yeah. how pathetic right. that's how old I've become. And 2000 I was uh I was 10 years old. Right. Oh, you know? my God. Well, so, I was 18. Yeah. yeah. So uh, when I was a kid. I'll tell you one thing. It would have been weird if we were doing a show together then. Yeah. It that, would have been, that would make it, me a real It wouldn't really have gone anywhere, I don't it's think. It's amazing how time changes eight years. Yeah. 33 to 25. Okay. Yeah. 18 to 10. We can't be hanging out. Can't be hanging no out. Way. No chance. Uh, you'd be a real loser, but I'd be I really w- cool. Oh, you'd be the coolest be the kid coolest. around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have an 18-year-old But that's the friend. thing. But can you imagine if I was 18 years old and I was hanging out with a young Mike at 10 years old, you'd be like, well, today he said... He said uh, Jap uh, eight times. Yeah. He was referring to a Jewish American princess, so I'm going to say it wasn't racial. Yeah. It was uh, religious. Yeah, It was right, a religious right, right. diss, so I'm going to mark that on the cap. I mean, what <laughs> these 
these adults just need to do something different with their life. How about teaching children? Dude, or just not let them have social media, because that's the thing, dude. Like, I, I think that, like, I wasn't allowed to have a cell phone until I was 15. My parents decided, like, I was going out enough where they were like, all right, well, we want to be able to reach him if something goes wrong, whatever. Well, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, they're just going to- They have him at, like, starting- eight. Oh, yeah. I mean, the kids, it, it's unbelievable. And they're just going to, you know, they can just implant him with a chip so you never yeah. lose him. I'm not going to implant my kid if yeah, I ever right. have a kid. I'm just going to hope that they go missing. Right, right. I can't <laughs> wait for my kid way. to go missing. <laughs> I'll give a press conference. I'll cry. I'll be like, I can't believe little Tommy is gone. Yeah. But it's secretly, I'm like, I'm banging my wife in the <laughs> in the living room now, Tommy. Get out of here. Think of all the attention that you get, too. He's like, a press conference for right. me. All That's right. right. I didn't like the kid anyway. Yeah, he was taking him. all my money, taking, you know, random shits constantly. Oh, Kids can't the control themselves, no, nor no, can no. I. Yeah. But you used to be able to get away from it. Like, you, you would go to school, and school would suck for eight hours. It'd be a whole lot of, you know, tension between a lot of other kids, whatever. But then you'd go home, and then right. unless you, like, chose to go outside and see these kids for a long, like, play baseball or whatever you did, then you were fine. Like, you could just stay inside and not, you have your break. Where right. you're like not you're not being pounded with like, hey, nice ankles, fatty, like whatever, you know. Well, that's like, a very mean thing that you just said, and that reminds me of my own childhood. fat ankles. Right. Yeah. Oh my god, I, my my nickname growing up was hippo, <laughs> which is it, it's an it's it's just a mean, not even clever nickname. Right. Accurate, but it cuts to the bone. It cuts to the bone. Yeah. You know, I'm pink. I you was are huge. Pink. Yeah, you are pink. I looked like a hippo, and uh-huh. I still kind of look like a hippo. So I understood where they were coming from. Right. It wasn't like, wow, how would you guys come up with that? Yeah. Oh, I'm a massive fat monster. <laughs> oh, kind of like a hippo? That would make sense why they called me a hippo. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, mine was a uh, faggot. Ah, uh, yeah, it. that'll work too. Yeah, I used that's, to- cla- that's the go-to. <laughs> yeah, that's the classic go-to. But just kids will find anything to to make fun of, and it was just everybody. It's not like anybody was safe. It's not like there were the kid that usually was the safest was the kid that was able to dish the most out because people were just so afraid of him right. coming back with something good. Basically, the funniest kid in terms of insults was right. the kid that was kind of the most safe because no one messed with him because they knew that if they were on his like bad side, then their nickname could be Mike Cockarelli too. Oh, you know Mike I mean? Coccarelli is a great nickname. Yeah, so, but I like that because I'd be like, "Yeah, I got a big cock." I'm Mike Coccarelli. That I didn't think of that when I was a kid, though. I just thought I just heard "cock" in my name, so I was just like, "This, this is a bad nickname." But now I look back, I'm like, "Yeah, maybe they did know I had a, just a big dick." Yeah, dude, they knew yeah. that you had a monster wang. Everyone wanted to suck it. Gals are trying to fondle it. There's yeah. probably a couple of dudes out there getting rock hard thinking about you at a young age. Also, yeah, probably. Mike Coccarelli is a great name. Yeah. That's not even an insult. But now those <laughs> kids are going to be, uh, you know, labeled bullies and, and whatnot. Yeah. It's not It's not good. Yeah. You're supposed to have that, that time, because that, then you grow up and you realize, well, you know, me, me and Mike and Ben can be friends. It doesn't have we to be We can like, be friends. Yeah. But, you know, it, it plays into a larger problem that's happening with everybody, and I don't know what to do about it. I'm a very sensitive person in my own right. I've worked really hard to get a thicker skin because, yeah. you know, Words hurt, yeah. But at the same time, uh, they're fun, and they they need to, they need to be. Um, we need to encourage more words and not less words, and that's the major problem with the left. Yeah. You'll enjoy that with your uh, social wait. villains. <laughs> that's what we preach every episode. Yeah, they, people but are such pussies. There was a fella, and uh, this was my favorite story, and it comes from Florida. He's a 23 year old boy, and I say boy, even oh, the yeah. law says he's 18, and he should be a man, but. His mother um, uh, would argue differently. 
She is now dead. Yeah, if she could argue. She has no head. He, uh, this boy, uh, what's his name, Mike? Uh, his name was, uh, oh, Mario Gomez was his brother, uh, Go- Christian Gomez. Christian Gomez. He had fled, <laughs> you explain. So basically his mother wanted him to take some boxes into the garage or into the attic. Pretty standard task when you're 23 years old and you're living at home. I guarantee you he wasn't paying rent. He wasn't paying for food. The man was a total lunatic, a total loser, and it's pathetic, and he's part of a whole new generation of losers. Um, (laughs) But he was like, I don't – stop nagging me, mother. Stop nagging me about the the boxes. With the nagging. With the nagging. Well, get out of your parents' house. When you're 18, you have to get out of your parents' house. Otherwise, you're going to end up beheading them because they'll drive you insane. And I promise you, they hate you. Yeah. This whole notion that parents have to love their kids is totally oh, wrong. Oh, it's horrifically wrong. At 18, you got to go. Yeah. Go to college or just anything. Yeah. Just get, be homeless in New York. Dude, the funniest thing about this article is it says that uh, Gomez told the authorities that his younger brother, uh, Christian Gomez, had fled the scene, but he didn't make it too far. The sheriff's office said it found the 23-year-old some 30 minutes later on a bicycle about a mile from his home and took him into custody. He blew the scene on a bicycle. He did, and I love that. I don't know why it took 30 minutes to find him. Yeah. But, you know, I guess he was biking pretty fast. He's probably covered in blood, too. Oh, he had to be. So he ended up beheading his mother for nagging him about these boxes. He did it with an axe, Yeah. which is, uh, man, that is not an easy task. I don't know. I've never had to do it. I don't think that you're ever going to have to. Yeah, I hope I don't ever have to. No, at what point are you going to have to behead your mother with an axe? Yeah, probably. You never know, not maybe if you, if you move back home. Oh, I, have, I did. It'll, oh, you live at home? I, for the next like couple weeks, yeah. Oh, my God. I've, All I've, right, I've well, we're on, time here. we're on Miss Coscarelli Death Watch. <laughs> you're going to kill your mom. With an axe. I don't think we have one in the house. Though. That's good. a very good. Florida thing, I think, to have it an is axe. A very, Florida is one of the most amazing states. Wait, of, did you mention that this happened in Florida? Or is this I the first time it's coming it, up? Okay. Uh, of course it happened in Florida, but if I forgot to mention that it happened in Florida, always assume it happened Florida, in yeah. Florida. Right. The state looks like a dick. It's massive. <laughs> it is, you know, it, it's it's the wang of America. Yeah. Everybody knows it. And it is just full of the most bizarre backwoods, rural, redneck-type individuals. And yeah. then you have Miami. Yeah. Which is just like the, you know, it, it's nothing but purple and uh, and fun, yeah. uh, fun colors, a lot of EDM music, a lot of ecstasy, a lot of molly. And then you go upstate. Two hours, and you're in Tampa. Yeah, I would say not even. You're in swamplands. You you basically leave. I'd say you have a nice stretch of Florida from maybe Boca Raton to Miami, which is about 45 minutes. After that, once you get past Boca Raton, going going upstate. Yeah, you're fucked. It's totally a, it's a, insane. It's like the Wild West. <laughs> but that's what happens with these kids now. You can't make fun of them. He beheaded his mother for nagging because he wasn't called a fat bucket of KFC enough on the on the uh, playground. Yeah, that's what happened. You're 23 years old, living with your parents. You gotta get out of the house. Yeah. For all the people listening, if you're at home, and you live with your parents, at the very least, take the boxes to the garage. Yeah, just do it. Just be nice. It's a pain you know? in the ass, but like you, you gotta do it. It's not even that much of a pain in the ass. Right. It's free exercise. That's what I always. Well, say. that's true. And I'm yeah, always looking a, for that. You know yeah. me. He's a little, he's a little chubby guy. This this kid. The of course, looking, he's a uh, chubby guy. He well, he looks like a total lunatic. He does. He's yeah. got one of those uh, bowl cuts. Yeah, but you know what? It looks like 
this is the thing that I hate about the the bowl cut. There's two things. I first off, the bowl cut by itself, very ugly haircut. But for those that don't know, the bowl cut literally they call it a bowl cut because it looks like someone put a bowl on top of your head right. and shaved around it. Yes, uh, bowl cut on its by itself is very ugly. But most of the time, the people that have the bowl cut are, are very very much white trash to begin with. Oh yeah, they're white trash and they're ironically mostly white supremacists yes. as well, which is a bizarre duality. Uh huh. And the the problem is with it, he doesn't even look like he has a fresh cut. Like, if you have a bowl cut, if right. it's that easy for you, you got to keep it fresh at least. Right. You know what I mean? I can respect a fresh bowl cut. Like, every two yeah. weeks, you got to get a new cut. That's a good point. You can't just be having fucking straggly bowl cut hair. Straggly bowl cuts are disgusting. That's a great name for an improv group, though. Straggly, <laughs> straggly bowl, bowl cuts. Cut. <laughs> yeah, it is. But that's it. That's it. So that's what happens. That's that's In, in the UK, if you're a mother, look out because your kid's going to go after you. He's going to try to behead you with an axe because yeah. you requested that he do something uh, regarding tea. I don't know what they do over there. Yeah, I don't do, I'm excited really to find out. Yeah. March, 23rd, March 23rd through March 27th. It'll be very exciting. Let's talk briefly. Um, 66%. That's yeah. what uh, tickets are down. For uh, in New York City, for those that don't know, today oh, is the, yeah. the, uh, the the today is the funeral for uh, Officer Lou, who was murdered by the maniac who yeah. shot him while he was sitting in a car. I will say the the uh, the dude who shot him, the black dude coming up, I believe from uh, Philly. I think he was coming. No, from, Baltimore. Was it Baltimore? The, the guy who killed the two yeah. cops. Baltimore. He was coming yeah, yeah. in from Baltimore, so he shot uh, Ramos and Lou. And a lot of people are pissed off because he didn't kill two white cops. So yeah. you <laughs> he, know, he didn't get the job. Done. He didn't do it right. <laughs> he didn't do it right. But I like that the uh, I like that the assassin was colorblind. Yeah. He was like, I only see blue. Right. Right. I'm just killing blue today, <laughs> baby. It doesn't matter. But uh, in New York City, basically, if you want to come here and park illegally, this would be the time to do it. 93%, that's what the ticket sale, uh, that's uh, cut back. The cops are only uh, arresting when necessary. I don't know what they were doing before. Uh, it seems like they should probably only arrest when necessary. Yeah. But it's a fascinating time in the city. And what's happening is the city has already pretty much lost almost, it will lose about half a billion dollars. If they keep this going, which is what the which is what the cops are doing with uh, De Blasio, yeah, that's all that they're doing is just being like, hey man, we're gonna cut your funds. We're not gonna, which shows you how mundane yeah. and boring and awful it is to be a police officer. It's not all Columbo. You're not monk out there right. OCDing your way through crimes and stumbling upon uh, suspects and figuring out who did it because they left a random uh, you know, cigar on a golf course or yeah, something right. like that. There are very you're, few of those. You're just writing a ticket. Yeah. That's all that you're doing is writing on a piece of paper somebody's you know, information and then you're like, and here's your uh, $25 violation. And that's it. Your life sucks. Yeah. So they've completely stopped that. So come to New York City right now Free parking, anywhere you go, the cops don't care anymore. They're a little bit tied up going to funerals. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. It's Which is crazy. sad, but, like, I mean, dude, there's got to be some kind of middle ground between we're only going to make necessary arrests, which right. they should be. I love that the cops aren't doing any more tickets. Yeah. Forget about them. But it's also, I don't think, a lot of people think that they're like they're going to stop, Just they're just going to turn their back on crime completely. I don't think that's going to happen, because I don't think most cops even have that in them to just I don't be think like, most... well, someone's getting mugged over there, fuck it. I don't think that's going to happen, but... Well, there is like, the, by law they don't have to step in if somebody is getting assaulted. Uh, there was that fella, the Russian dude who attacked all those people. One guy was on the subway, right. was a martial arts expert. Right, right. Forget the name of the Russian dude, and I forget the name of the martial arts expert. Nonetheless, the guy was coming at him with a cleaver, I believe, 
and uh, oh, the, yeah. the martial uh, arts expert was able to beat him, but there was a cop right there, and the guy was like, I'm just going to see how this plays out. <laughs> Everybody gonna, wants gonna, to watch a fight. It's a That's fun, and it was a fun fight. It, yeah. was, it was a Russian, you know, cracked out of his mind on mescaline. Yeah. And then one dude um, happened to stumble upon a martial arts yeah, expert. Yeah, some guy who knows karate. That's straight out of Mortal Kombat. You really can't even is. write that. That's yeah. a perfect script. It's yeah. a perfect combo. Yeah. But I guarantee you that martial arts, uh, arts expert got mocked, got tormented as a child, and then he hit puberty and he was like, I'm taking up jujitsu. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll never be mocked again. That's true. And he wasn't mocked again. You know who you don't fuck with? The dude who knows how to kick your ass. That would be the guy. The, the it's guy the dude karate. who knows how to kick your ass or it's the dude who knows how to throw out some really uh, sharp zingers. Yeah. But even the, the guy with the zingers you can mess with a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. You never want to mess with the dude who can just violently destroy you. Yeah. In every possible way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But these cops are acting, again, everyone's so butthurt. Yeah. Everyone's acting like little fucking bitches and, you know, turning their back on de Blasio and all this stuff. Everyone's making a political point out of this poor guy's funeral because everyone is too sensitive now and it's just, and it's affecting society at its core. And yeah. by the core, I mean... The uh, l- the law enforcement is sort of the the, the backbone of a society. Yeah, is is uh you know is is, is kind of uh, gone through the police department. You know, it's the it, it that's the that's sort of the whole thing that keeps everyone together. Yeah, and now they're all like crying because they weren't called a fat bucket of KFC uh, uh, enough either. I know. If you see a cop today, just go out there, call him a fat bucket of KFC, and uh, if he laughs, he loves. He, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's and a if guy. he if he beats the shit out of you. Well, you know. You kind of deserved it. Yeah. Yeah. So no one's going to have much sympathy for you. <laughs> and don't tell them that we're the ones that told you to do that. No, it doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. I was trying to protect us, but whatever. Uh, yeah, let them know. Yeah. Ben, ben Kissel sent me to kill, <laughs> tell you that you're a fat bucket of KFC. <laughs> Got it. Now I just want chicken. I know. I, I don't blame you. All right, we'll wrap it up. I, 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 will, I do want to say, though, those those KFC chickens, a lot of people are upset with the way those chickens are uh, are treated, but I love it. Yeah, they taste fine. They taste amazing. Yeah. And the thing is, they're they're uh bred brainless now. So they don't feel anything. Right. And they're just one big uh one big lump. They're one big lump of breast meat. So they're just kinda hanging out in the cages. And I've decided, I I have in my will and I'm gonna change it. I said two weeks into a coma, pull the plug, but I'm not into it anymore. Let me live yeah. in my comatose state. Terry Shivo was living the dream. Yeah. Just Getting uh, rolled over by random nurses, getting yeah. scrubbed down. I'm sure she got her bean twiddled every now and again by yeah. a, by a certain individual. Who sure. knows? And then you can just go in and you can just sleeping is the greatest thing that's ever happened. Yeah. And if you can tell me that I can just sleep for like 20 years and then wake up at some point, possibly, I'll be thrilled. Yeah. Or I'll just die of old age. Dude, they make such leaps in medicine on right. a yearly basis. Pretty soon there's just going to be no more comas. They'll just figure it out. The big unless you want to be in a coma, it's like well let them let them rest for a little bit. Then we'll just keep me on the morphine. And yeah, I've been taking a lot of morphine lately. I can't get enough of the stuff. Yeah, it's great. Nice and relaxing. It is nice and relaxing. Anyway, so those KFC chickens, they're they're doing fine. They yeah. just got huge titties. They got no brains. <laughs> they're the Anna Nicole Smith of uh of all food. Yeah. And Anna, Anna Nicole Smith, you know what she was? Happy. Yeah. She was happy. Yeah. I mean she was violently depressed and cried every night, but she but she was happy. Right. Who Think are we to judge? Just a couple of dudes. There's a couple of dudes. Just a couple of dudes with no chicks cuz we are masculine. <laughs> We're just a bunch of dudes. <laughs>
couple of guys. No girls allowed. No yeah. girls allowed. We don't want them. We no. don't want them here. We don't need them. <laughs> All right, everybody. Um, Monday at the Creek in the Cave, Curtis Lewa will be debating Ted Alexandro. We're going to be discussing police issues. That is, um, it's going to be amazing. And what's what's going to be the date tomorrow? What's the date today? Today is the uh, it's the fourth, fourth. So tomorrow is the fifth. So January fifth, seven p.m. Long Island City, the Creek in the Cave. Ted Alexandro. For those that don't know, he's a he's a, a comedian, a political activist, very nice guy, very inspirational. A lot of people love him. And then of course, Clay Curtis Lewa, who is going to uh, scream a bunch. Yeah, a lot. Which is great. A lot of catchphrases. A lot of that. Yeah. A lot of that. The Good guy. guy. He's he's a he's a walking tagline. <laughs> he's amazing. And then of course check out the uh, what's it called? Social villains. Social villains. Listen to last podcast. Right. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Social villains. Your hair is like you're going to a Broadway show with your mother later yeah, today. I know. I look good, don't I? You don't look like a social villain. That's all I'm saying. You're ta- I, why do we have to record early today? It's because Mike has to go to the bro- to a Broadway <laughs> show, and he's like, it's Nathan Lane's last performance. It's gonna be great. It is gonna be great. But yeah. before that, I've got to do my podcast, Social Villains, <laughs> before I go see Nathan Lane on Broadway. Are you lunatic? I'm uh, just, I'm a walking juxtaposition. Yeah, I suppose so. You know? Uh, check out last podcast on the left, Abe Lincoln's Top Hat and the Roundtable of Gentlemen on Cave Comedy Radio. And uh, and Mike, you're on Twitter and stuff. I am, yeah, at Mike Coscarelli. And at me, Ben Kissel. Um, well, it's not me, Ben Kissel. It's at Ben Kissel. Yes. But at me, at Ben Kissel. Right. You got it. Yeah. Um, all right, everyone. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon.